Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 140. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. And Terry. Huckabilly. <laughs> and Ian. Hey, everyone. And of course, the dumbass himself. Just to reassure you, it'll all be all right in the end. We can put this all behind us. <laughs> and just to remind everybody, the Amateur Skeptics is a prou- is the proudest member of the Dumbass Media Network. We scared off no religion required. That's how good we are. <laughs> <laughs> How's everybody doing this evening? Not bad. How are you tonight? Good. I'm doing All great. All right. Wow. That is a that is a, an amount of enthusiasm that I I, I just cannot reach. Oh, I, I had a real good weekend. Did so. you? Did you? Very active. Yeah. 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 Got down to the first ever Fort Collins Comic Con. It was a one day th- thing, kind of small. Um, it was to raise money for the libraries down there, and that was a lot of fun. All right. All I did is study. <laughs> That's all I seem to do anymore: is study. <laughs> wow, you suck, man. I know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I got a lot of content to get through, and I and, and I thought I was out of school. <laughs> All right, well. So I'll quickly talk about Myth and Legends Con. Um, hopefully we've got some new listeners from that. I did Myth and Legends Con, what was it, about a month ago. Real fun, small local convention. I know I talked to a lot of people, gave out a lot of business cards there. Um, had some interesting talks. Um, Brian and Baxter were there as well. I got to see the new baby. Um, ah. Interestingly enough, it seems like Brian and Baxter are actually attending more and more of the um, local sci-fi conventions. They started just doing... Um, or, you know, originally they were just doing Starfest every year, but now it seems like that everyone. I think they will also be at Mile High Con, which is, um, I'll be there, of course. I'm there every year. I'll probably talk about that more next podcast. But, yeah, Mile High Con is coming up, um, in October. And I said, I'm, I will be there. I think Brian Baxter is going to be there this year, surprisingly. Are they going to present? Yeah. Uh, they, they were, uh, last list I saw listed them as panelists. And so, so be- and so their panel is, it fits Mile High Con and ours didn't. <laughs> I don't know why they got in. I, I haven't talked to Rose again about us going back. It's this okay. might be the time to do it. In fact, I was th- I'm thinking we might start. Um, I, I know enough people working that run the conventions, and if Brian and Baxter are doing it regularly, I can. Um, if everyone's up for it, I can talk to some people about seeing if um they can give us a, a spot. I'll do it as long as we have a specific agenda, right? Okay. Exactly. If if we know exactly what we want to accomplish, <clears throat> I mean, because so, I mean, if it's just what we normally do, yeah, right. But, but if no, we, that's fine. But well, the con season's almost over for now, anyways. Right. So, um, something we can start talking about. If everyone um else in the air, you know, Terry and Max, if you guys um are interested in doing one, we can definitely see about setting something up. I have a specific agenda for it, Brian. Bang, slutty sci-fi checks. Wow. Wow. That's a good agenda. Oh, yeah, well, that'll be great on stage. <laughs> you can call I'll, for volunteers. We're like gonna, a volunteer from the audience, exactly, exactly. We're going we're gonna to do a small <laughs> reenactment. This works. That's right. We're going to do a reenactment here. This is what happened last night. <laughs> Clarice, come up here, please, so I can show you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Don't use Clarice because, of course, that would have to be. Hello, Clarice. 
Yes, I'll tell you, I have to tell you about my travels with Trixie, Bubbles, and Candy. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Oh, this week's masturbation moment isn't so much about the actual act of it, but a possible tool that just has some great implications to it. Uh, I'm sure every, well, I guess I, I can't say I'm sure, but uh, most likely everyone has heard about... I'm sure. Ind- I'll be sure for you. Cool. Okay, great. <laughs> Kansas, all I don't know what you're going to say, but I'm sure. <laughs> great, now you got the... um. Deodorant commercial going through my head. (laughs) Anyways, a certain individual who is running for president has said some really, really stupid things. Now, this individual's stupid things were regarding... Could you you be more specific? (laughs) Um, This individual said stupid things about Mexican immigrants being um, rapists and criminals. And there are a few good ones, I'm sure. But for the most part... (laughs) That does um, that does narrow it yeah. down somewhat. The uh, Mexican immigrant who apparently does um, political butt plugs. He's um, done a few in the past to insult dictators, homophobes, and politicians. Decided to make his new butt plug model after this specific individual who insulted his, um, you know, other immigrants. Yes, that's a good word for it. Ethnicity. Yes. So there is now a Donald Trump butt plug out there. And it seems very fitting. Because his mouth is open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but to, but to be fair, if you want to catch a picture of Trump with his mouth closed, you need one of those cameras that can actually catch a hummingbird in flight with its wings not moving. Okay, so so this man is a this man is a Mexican artist, right? Yes, and he, he like I said, he designs um, butt plugs as a joke, basically. You know what I'm going to say to this? Okay. My name is Inigo Montoya. You insulted my people. <coughs> Here is your butt plug. <laughs> hmm. There's no way I'm sticking that in my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's meant more to be like a conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> put it, just put it on the coffee table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what so, I would do. Is the image actual size? Is it? <laughs> the hair looks scary. You, 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 you'll gore yourself with it. It's, yeah, it looks like it could perforate for sure. <laughs> you know what else? Well, maybe the, now, maybe the picture is deceiving. Maybe it's soft and it actually feels good. Now we know who's doing the raping. So what would open mouth Trump be saying inside somebody's anus? <laughs> oh, God. If it, if it had a recorded voice, that would make it the most awesome thing ever. <laughs> Just Donald Trump quotes playing out from it. Oh, wait, I have to muffle it. Blood coming out of her, whatever. Blood. <laughs> Megan Fox. We're not, we're, not, we're not getting the best and brightest. Brown people. I hate brown people. That's right. They're murderers and rapists. I think, though, this provides excellent proof that of something that a lot of these immigrant phobes don't recognize, which is... That immigrants 
provide the country with economic opportunities <laughs> and they, they, yeah. they add value to the system. They actually produce things. Right. Well, I just went to the link on the, to look at the product thing. And he, that's what the, the guy talks about. He finishes up. I'm no rapist and no drug dealer. I have a college degree in 3D animation and run my own 3D printing business. And guess what? I can make you into any shape I want and 3D print you and sell you to others who share a dislike of you. You can threaten to sue me like you have done hundreds of times to others, but you are a public figure and my making you into a butt plug is freedom of speech. Welcome to America, motherfucker. You know, there's a business out there that, that you can uh, send them a picture and they'll make a bobblehead of you. This would be cool if you could just send people an image, make a butt plug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, 26 bucks for, for, I mean, for, he, he must be, I don't know, that seems awfully cheap. I mean, that seems like a pretty good price for, for, for a novelty butt plug like this. It was like 26 bucks. That's not bad. What do butt plugs go for? I, I wouldn't, I would think that a novelty one would be more in the $40 range. That would be what I would think, but maybe they're not. Maybe you can't get that for them. I, I don't know. Brian? Yeah. You're talking without evidence, man. I, I am. You're <laughs> you absolutely sure. Google, yes. You could Google novelty buck plugs right now and okay. have good information. Well, you Google but that. As far me. as, as far as that goes with, I, I have dealt with shapeways before about some other things. Okay. And with shapeways, it seems like the price tends to reflect the size and complexity of what is printed. Okay. I don't know. So I, this is large, but not necessarily terribly complex. Okay. All right. Hey, so we call this the masturbation moment, right? So I, I took the opportunity, this opportunity to, to, on Google to search in news for masturbation. And I think that we have done ourselves a disservice here because while this is funny, there, we, we probably missed a, a, an extremely good article. Um, I mean, there's some, there's some good topics in here. Uh, is masturbation good for you? Yes. That's the first one that comes up. That's from the HuffPo. Um, police officer arrested for public nudity masturbation. Seems like we missed, we might have missed a good one there. Um, but, uh, and then there's another one. Watch is masturbation good for you? Probably relating to the other one, but probably the best title on here. Sex masturbation may hinder total eradication of Ebola. We have clearly missed something here. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Click through. Oh, I right. have to know now. Uh, <laughs> it's from The Guardian. How are masturbation and Ebola related? Here, I'll put this in chat because somebody who can read faster than me has got to, has got to be able to take a look at this. There you go. Uh, let's see. Let me get the. Oh, there's the wiki cartoon. <laughs> this is, you know, we're so awesome at this radio thing. <laughs> Hold on, everybody, while we exchange texts with each other. Exactly and... right. Is a it's a good thing it's alive. This would be. This would be. This would be. Yeah, cool. you can edit it. Although. <laughs> I noticed that you didn't edit that thing out that you were supposed to a couple episodes. What ago. was I supposed to edit out and missed? Uh, uh the um when my audio thing, the recording. Oh, did I miss one? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? on purpose. Didn't sometimes you? I do leave. You just that wanted stuff. to make me look like a fool. <laughs> sometimes I leave that stuff in on purpose because sometimes it, when you're listening to the show afterwards, it's like. Okay, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we had a hiccup. I mean, the show was still... I, I, I don't know. I can edit it and make it more You perfect. just want to make me look like a fool, Brian. Well, there's that. There is that. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, guys with Ebola who are, who are who have survived the illness, sometimes the virus survives in their semen. And if they go around masturbating on stuff, it can survive in semen, you know. Um, <laughs> and if people come in contact with the semen, then they can get Ebola. This well, I'm never having well, Starbucks again now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sodomites. 
<laughs> okay, well, so, soiled linens. There we go. Maybe in soiled linens. Ah, I see. Well, but it, it seems like, see, when you get a vasectomy, one of the things they want you to do is masturbate a lot, right? Because you want to make sure you get anything that's left in there that, that could potentially cause pregnancy out. So wouldn't it be kind of be the same, same way here is that you, if you, if you, you want to get, you want to flush that system. So probably you want to masturbate more and just make sure that you clean up properly. Right. They're saying that they need to continue to have their semen tested like for six months after. Oh, I don't, wow. So, I don't, but your theory, I think, is good though. If it's in the semen and you flush it out, why would it still be? Yeah. I, Brian's, giant, Brian's just one, wanting to, just Brian's are saying you just want to make sure there's not one left in the chamber. That's what I'm saying. And it seems to me that the and better you way. go, carry a black light. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even want to think about speaking, that. And oh speaking gosh. of guns. <sighs> Oh, NC, yeah, right? Oh, here we go. Good yeah. segue. Okay. So, our next one is, um, I, I've been watching this guy's videos and he is such an idiot anyways, so this didn't surprise me when he, um, that it, this was him that did it. Um, I can't remember his name suddenly. Uh, Joshua Fergenstein. Fergenstein? So is he that? Is he that bastard in his car in the red? Yeah, m- most time he, he drives around the car and does these real short videos that just it's him talking loudly and powerfully. And yes, I know God because God's good. And you need me, God, because God, God loves you. You love God. Okay, I proved my point. There, atheists are wrong. God loves me. That's basically his whole stick. If you watch him, <laughs> seriously. What happened was this one kid f- f- um, spent his birthday money. Uh, he's a boy. Spent his birthday money on a Little Mermaid doll. His um, father thought, oh, "Hey, that's cool. Let's throw that online to, um, you know, so the idea that toys are general neutral kind of thing." It got a lot of hits. It was a hugely popular, short little thing. Needless to say, all the conservative fundamentalists who want the toys to be um, nailed down to one sex or the other got upset by this. So what we have is we have Joshua here coming up, pointing out that I'm not going to do that to my boy. Instead, I'm going to teach my kid to play with a gun. Because it's pretty much yeah. Because America and because God and because Bible. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah, looking at that. The Bible having anything about guns? I'm looking at that child's eyes, and I can see only one thought in there. <laughs> thought is, this is for you, Dad. I'm picturing yeah, right at the end of the sights. <laughs> he does point out that guns are general neutral because he's also going to teach his daughter how to play with guns. Now, the interesting thing I found was so first he's off, pro he, gender neutral then for guns. Guns <laughs> are general neutral. He yeah, doesn't so want his. So he's pro well, gender he's, neutral when it comes not, to guns, but other things. No, if he's I, not buying his daughter pink guns, then uh, I, I'm <laughs> that child abuse. Well, he doesn't want his boy to become a sissy. Yeah. Right? Yep. But, but you watch the video, it's interesting. First off, you can tell it's not a real gun. That's an airsoft um, gun. I mean, it is a real gun. It's an airsoft gun. I mean, you yeah. would not want to point that at somebody and shoot and shoot them. And that's the other thing. The, he holds it really close to his own kid's face in a very odd angle. I'm like, okay. that doesn't look safe to I, me. I, I, I was looking uh, at that, though. What are you though, teaching I, your kid there? I'm not, sure, I'm not sure that that's true. The camera angles are a little weird there. I, I'm not sure that the kid was ever in danger of being shot. It, it, the way that he was brandishing the gun was a, a, a little bit much for me. But I'm not – I, I the, the camera angle makes it weird to really tell yeah, where I, the but, gun I, was. I, I give you that. But still, the way he was holding even if at whatever angle – it was um, careless. You don't. It was held fairly close to his son's head. 
whether I, that was pointed or anything. Uh, okay. No, you, you know. I, I'll give you that. It was, you know, it was. It looked a little careless yeah. to me as well. I'll agree with that. Trying to cram everything into his little camera, it, it looked careless to me. So it's like, oh, get, great. You're teaching a um, kid to shoot a gun, but are you so, teaching your kid to actually be re, um, properly safe with a gun? Well, he claims that he is. So in other words, he's not only a psychopath, he's also a poor videographer. Well, that's that. That's probably his biggest. That, that might yeah, be that's the part uh, of his stick. I mean, you watch most of his videos; it's, just, it's odd angles of him ranting about nothing and saying, you know, proving all sorts of things without any proof. Because God, because America, because yep. America. Yeah, and you know, I do not have a problem with him teaching his kids to fire guns. I really don't. No. That's not uh, that, no. that's not the issue uh, here. The issue uh, here is what he has to say about about other people letting their children play about dolls. This is where his you know, I mean, and calling them sissies and calling them names. I mean, this is where his insecurities really come out right there. Right. Well, isn't there an implicit message of violence that his response to this kid buying a mermaid toy is to bring out a gun? Well, it is a little a little weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. it's like it's, it's a it's a very very it's an excessive response, no matter yeah. what. It's disproportionate for sure. Yeah, right. But it's not in his eyes because he because he has to make sure that his kids he he wouldn't let his boy do that because kids don't make good decisions. But the thing that kills me about this is that well, wait a second. It's true that kids don't always make good decisions, but we have to let them make some bad decisions so they can learn from them. I don't think that in this particular case that this that you know it's like how how, how do you how do you know that that kid made a bad decision buying that to- buying that buying that right. toy? I mean, the kid used his own money. I mean, well, my understanding is he returned another toy that he didn't like that he had gotten, and right. then and then he got it. Yeah, he made a choice, and it was a valid choice, and you know. Well, but this is the same kind of people who are pissed at Target for for putting up gender neutral yes. um, toy aisles. Yeah. So uh, basically, then the the real message here is that if you think that you're if you think that if you want to keep your son from buying something that you consider sissy, put a put a phallic symbol in their hand. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. here's the thing: is that if if we really wanted to do a phallic symbol, I mean, why don't we just give him a dildo? Well, why don't we want little boys to play with dolls, though? Don't, don't they need to learn how to be dads? Well, give him a Donald know. Trump butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the answer to that, Brian, is because you can't kill somebody with a dildo except in that one Anthony Perkins movie. <laughs> okay. No, that that it's a really good question. Why is it inappropriate for boys to play with dolls? I, I suppose that it was the type of doll. It had it been a G.I. Joe doll, that would have been okay. But, but uh, wait, 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 wait. Action figures. The Little Mermaid, hold on, the Little Mermaid did not have enough points of articulation. <laughs> that's very likely. That's, yeah. that's probably, okay. <laughs> I, I can get behind that one. No. <laughs> did I do it? Did I do a geek jump? Did I get it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. You did good. We're proud of you. <laughs> yep. No, but the, I mean, the, the, the pro, I mean, I don't know. I, I as a kid, I thought the Little Mermaid was cool. <laughs> that was a fun movie. Well, I, I yeah. don't see the problem, but he sees the problem because we're because we're 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 making we're we're raising a generation of, of gay sissies, right? Because because that That's boy hundred. getting that toy is going to lead to him being a homosexual. <laughs> I think that isn't that. Oh, uh, no. Isn't that self-contradictory to say gay sissies? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I don't know. It's a terrible thing to say no matter whether there's a contradiction or not. The whole sissy thing is terrible because it's insulting to women. Well, but here's the thing is that it, I would be a, I would, I would be a, a sissy in his book, right? 
I mean, there's no doubt that that I would I would not be manly enough for this guy. Well, you know, you didn't make no sons. Oh well, there's the other thing, right? I, I yeah, yeah I you can't. are a father of daughters. That's true. I was going to say you yeah. have good hygiene. Let's see what else. <laughs> well, that, that's it. That's <laughs> that's one thing is. <laughs> there's two strikes against me. Have I ever told you guys that in like grade seven and eight, I voraciously read the um, Sweet Valley Twin series? Yes, you did. Okay. Awesome. I have no problem with that. <laughs> what, wait, dumbass. Mm-hmm. Were they good books? They were excellent books, or I thought so at the time. Did you enjoy them? I did. Were they? Then, were they? I, I was made fun of a lot by I my have, classmates for reading them a lot, but I just did I it have anyway. no objection to that. Listen, I, no I watch. Expect, I didn't expect you would. <laughs> I watch pornography for the engaging stories. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I imagine the Sweet Valley, Valley Valley High books have more engaging stories than most pornography. Never read Sweet Valley High. Just got through Sweet oh. Valley Twins. Oh, Sweet Valley Twins. I, I remember the Sweet Valley High series. I didn't read them mainly because I did. I tried to avoid reading as much as I could as a child. <laughs> Not because they were girl books. But yeah, I mean, um, I suppose if I had a father like this, he would have just <laughs> slapped them out of my hand. You know, no, you're not reading those. I would imagine. I, I'd be mad. He'd, he'd have probably made you take them down to the range and pin them up on the target. Heaven I'm forbid not wrong you, about that. Heaven forbid you read literature and learn more about women, right? But or girls you, or whatever. You, but <laughs> you know what the other thing is that, that it's unfortunate that this thought comes to my mind is, uh, I hope that boy is straight. Can you, cause can you imagine if, if, if his child turns out to, to be, you know, not heterosexual? Holy mackerel. That would be a tough, tough thing for him. Sad. That would be super sad. Right. But yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, man, it, it, it's such a problem with society that if he had a child who he, that, you know, he wouldn't be able to relate to that child in any way. He would have no empathy for them. I mean, can you imagine the horrible, I mean, it would just be awful. But that happens all the, the time. Best thing, I think the best thing for that child would be to be ignored by him. Well, you're probably right. That would, that would be his best option. Well, so do we go down the meme, too, of, like, this Fierstein guy? Like, how long is it going to be before we read about him hiring male prostitutes in the news or something? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure that there's – that. I mean, we, we certainly see some of those correlations, but I'm not sure that they happen every time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just It's just that word sissy bothers me yeah it's terrible yeah yeah the this macho man type of machismo thing it's it's something that it's a pressure that a lot of men feel too and i guess i'm glad that i i was raised without feeling that kind of pressure on me but a lot of guys feel like they they have to be like really manly men and physically strong and it can be a real detriment to them you know my, my dad is a little bit more to, to this side I, I would imagine um the way that the way that he talks but you know he didn't really raise me he abandoned me so uh <laughs> i got off lucky yeah i was gonna say well he's not very it's not very manly of him to abandon his child well no there's that right i imagine he doesn't see it that way i don't know i don't know if he was uh if he was a spartan parent he would have left you in the woods to fend for your own and if he made it back then you were you're worthy. Well, it's true. Yeah, I will, I'll walk about. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's move on because because you know, speaking of homosexuality, I hear there's a cure, dumbass. 
Yes, I came across this article. Uh, it's on this site called hydrogen2oxygen.net, claiming.net. And it claims that homosexuality can be cured by homeopathic treatment. Um, and I've read through this article. Uh, there seems to be some confusion. Apparently, uh, the author thinks that acupuncture is homeopathic. Well, when you're talking about meridians, it might as well be. <laughs> so I don't know no, if he's actually, referring... Actually, that's not true, Brian. I have seen meridians. They're on... Uh, you can locate those on a globe. <laughs> so, in homeopathy, isn't the cure for homosexuality more homosexual sex? I think, I think, I think the homeopathic cure for... The homeopathic cure for homosexuality is probably diluted Starbucks coffee. Oh, sure. <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. It, it, what's nice is that those are also sleeping pills. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Exactly. Oh my god, yeah. Starbucks cures everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had a look at this website. Frankly, I'm not sure whether I'm being poed. Oh, really? I'm looking at this or not? It. Uh, well, I've seen a lot of other references to it, and people seem to be taking it seriously. It's really hard to tell in a lot of these cases because a lot of people who are just deranged can sound you know like really strange like they're you know not serious but um really people do hold these kinds of opinions so it's hard to know but um i think uh possibly i'm detecting a wink and a nudge or maybe it's that's just me from my uh scientific perspective because this website says it's alternative science and the way it the way it um describes alternative science seems almost like a joke to me, but he might have uh, that actual opinion. I, anyway, but uh, I managed to look up uh, another article, which I put in uh, well, related. Wait, let me let me tell you a couple things that I find weird about this article. Okay. Um, because it's a, it's a health article, right? And, and it's talking about this, but they go out of the way to to talk about um, uh, about the um, how, how the about, um, ah, okay. They go out of the way to talk about how the universe is so orderly that it shows there must be a god. So he, they get, so they go out of this health art, uh, argument to, to, to reaffirm the existence of God before they move on to talk about the flow of energy and talk about the meridians. And then it's oddly specific about, about how energy between two meridians can, can cause this sexual malformity head and, and make you, uh, make, <clears throat> make you a homosexual. So it, it's in some ways it, it, it's odd the way that they put their evidences together. <clears throat> and they're oddly specific for a naturopathic site. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, the whole article just goes all over the place. Although, um, like I said, just uh, for reference, I did uh, look up and uh, see that this is not uh, the first time that uh, homeopathy <laughs> has been claimed to be able to cure homosexuality. Um, German Catholic group? Yes. Um, there was a German Catholic group, uh, claiming that they had some sort of weird thing on their website where they, they actually said that homosexuality was not an illness, but then they went on to list ways to treat it, which Because of is, course we treat everything that's not an illness. Yeah. And they had some sort of mealy-moused excuse for that about, uh, uh, this being an age-old issue or something, which was really strange. But apparently the, the thing is out there that uh, homose that homosexuality can be cured by homeopathic treatments um, and maybe even acupuncture. Um, according to uh, the article on hydrogen to oxygen, um, that it can be cured just by 
the treatments that are realigning their chakras. Uh, could be just a cure for a headache, but it will have the side effect of making them not gay anymore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I'm. It says that homeopaths have uh, re- reported this happening, although I haven't been able to find specific instances of. The, it's not uh, out of the question that people could report them something like that happening. Well, people report all kinds of crazy things. Exactly. So I I kind of don't doubt that uh, that kind of thing could have happened. But it, it is really interesting um, the way that they put these things together. There's a line at the bottom. I guess it's in parentheses. I guess that homeopathy cannot cure e- evil or ignorance. And for a second, I was like, oh, this is a Poe. And then I realized that it fits the other way too. Then it could be that <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Care. This is care two, and the other one is what? What site is the other one? Hydrogen to oxygen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. I don't. I, I just found that that article. I mean, that whole mer- meridian piece is. Um. Usually they're 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 so vague, right? And and that and that it's like, well, that's actually testable. Somebody could test that right there. You know, and usually they try and keep away from anything that would be remotely testable. I love the fact that there's conspiracy theory in there too, because the majority the majority has been misinformed by people with a secret agenda. Well, let me read to you from Hydrogen to Oxygen's page. What is alternative science? Uh, which is the thing that this website is based on. They they call themselves alternative science. <clears throat> Says every three or four years, I get the urgent need to delete all my posts, all the posts on my blog, and start over again. Why? Because something changed inside of me. I got a new paradigm, acquired a new worldview. When this happens, I cannot continue to write my posts on the base of the old ones. Therefore, I have deleted them all, and des- I desire to write new articles with a more holistic approach than before. Let me okay. first. <laughs> so he first... removes he removes his history and recreates himself at random. Apparently, that's trustworthy. Then he says, let me first clarify what alternative science means to me. People do a lot of things for money and personal power. This whole system in which we live is based on materialism, and this has a profound effect on the worldview. Scientists cannot express their ideals if they are not based on materialism. They cannot get money from research if they present their scientific research proposal based on something else than materialism. So alternative science is that kind of science which is not based on materialism, but on idealism, on the idea that consciousness is the base of everything and not matter. This time I have enabled the comment function in this blog. Please feel free to register and write your comments. Naturally, I will moderate all comments first, blah, blah, blah. So don't say anything he doesn't like. He says, uh, please, pseudo-skeptics, stay away. We don't need you. Pseudo-skeptics? I guess that would be us, right? What about non-pseudo-skeptics? I, I think a pseudo-skeptic would be anybody who disagrees with him. So, but I don't know that for sure. It seemed to me that um, what he was saying here, it just seemed like so over the top that I was wondering whether he was uh, saying it with a wink and a nudge type of deal. So that might be the case, or it might be just my wishful thinking, thinking uh, somebody possibly can't believe all this garbage. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, looking, the site is weird, but I, it comes back to one of those ideas where... You, um. You know, alternative science, if 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 it works and, and it can be proven, it's just science. I kind of I kind of tend to support the theory that this is actually this guy's new set of beliefs just because he said that about every once in a while I reinvent myself and delete all my former posts, 
which means essentially he does he is essentially wiping out his history. He doesn't want to be associated with the stuff that he said before, which makes me think that he's somebody who takes himself way too seriously to have a joke like this. Maybe. Yeah. That's my opinion. You know, me I take off off my blog, I take off posts that don't get a lot of hits, but if they're bad but they get a lot of hits, I wrote them. You know, if I change my mind about something, I try to issue a correction or like an explanation of here's why my paradigm has changed. Yeah. Rather than hide the fact that I was wrong once or a million times. He's inviting comments but doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the comments don't, oh. don't reach his high, his high standards. Yeah, I, know, I don't know. That's just this post. Is he, maybe he has comments on other posts. <laughs> I think we got to just kind of accept that he, this probably is serious. This is, I mean, until, until we can, until otherwise. Yeah, I agree. It's, yeah. It seems like there's just a little, like his stuff about uh, not being liable and not being an actual medical practitioner and all of that seems like he's taking himself a little too seriously, too. Well, I don't know if you're going to put. You guys are probably right. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Kim Davis. Kim Davis. Another homosexual news. <laughs> well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kim Davis is a county clerk in Rowan County, Kentucky. She's the lady who refused to issue marriage licenses to anybody because adult people loving each other is against her religion. She also ordered her clerks to stop doing their jobs too. So for a while, no marriage licenses for anyone at all were being issued in Rowan County, Kentucky, because God and America. So she's particularly Terry, yes, Terry. Yes, you're you're getting opinion in there. It's true. The, the thing about adults loving each other is illegal. It's not. It's against her religion. It's against her religion, but yeah, it's a little opinion in there. It, just a bit. This whole my whole little piece that I wrote up is full of my opinion about right. her because no, I will I will I will set on my piece. Treat it as an opinion piece, but okay. based in actual events, based on actual events. So she's particularly incensed that her job includes issuing marriage licenses to same sex couples, despite repeated court orders to do her fucking job and refusal by the Supreme Court to hear her nonsense. She continues to refuse to do her fucking job. She also refuses to quit her job, and she chose jail rather than either doing her fucking job or quitting her job. So, yeah, of course she's a hypocrite. So Dan Savage describes her hypocrisy. The Kentucky County clerk facing potentially stiff penalties for refusing to issue same-sex marriage licenses has been married four times, raising questions of hypocrisy and selective application of the Bible to her own life. The marriages are documented in court records obtained by the U.S. News, which show that Rowan County Clerk Kim Davis is divorced three times, first in 1994, then in 2006, and again in 2008. She gave birth to twins five months after divorcing her first husband. They were fathered by her third husband, but adopted by her second husband, which is hard for me to, I need a chart or something. Um, She worked at the clerk's office at the time of each divorce and has since remarried. So she'll issue marriage licenses for remarriage to herself but not for same-sex couples. Okay, here's the thing. that I th- I really think that all of this, her past and everything, is a complete distraction. I, I do think- not care. The only thing I care about is that she is she is um, an employee of the state, and, and we have a separation of church and state, and in this particular case, her her religion and what she's done doesn't matter. The, she didn't follow the law, and that's why she got... And that's why they put her in jail. 
And uh, I, I agree. I do want to differ on one point. She's not an employee of the state. She's an elected official. Okay, right. She's a which but is, even which is worse. Why they can't fire her. Ass. Right. Which is even worse because she was elected by the people for the people, right? But she's not acting that way. She is not facilitating the law as it was written. She wants to rewrite it and do it her way, and you do not have that luxury. I mean, as the well, state, you must separate yourself from your duties. I well, pointing out her, pointing out her uh, hypocrisy is, is fun and all in it. It's, it's not like the main issue, but it is. it, it does kind of lend a, a certain, you know, about her character. It, it shows about her character that okay. she's willing to ignore the Bible um, on her divorce and marriages and all that. Um, but about homosexuality, you know, it, it shows her hypocrisy, which right. isn't re- relevant to whether she should go to jail or what she should do. The only but reason it's, it's relevant is that she brings it up. She okay. cites it as a reason for her not to do her job. And so... Right. That's it, the only reason that any the Bible or her past comes into play at all. But her, but her hypocrisy is not going to pointing it out to her is not going to get her to do her job, right? No. Because right. she has cognitive dissonance and she cherry picks, and 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 ultimately, the only thing I want from her is to do her job. And they came up with a compromise that I disagree with, but at the same time, I guess I I would accept in that. Other pe- allow other people in the office to issue those licenses, and you don't have to, which I, I disagree with it because it's still not doing the job she was elected to do, but at least it doesn't – at least people still ha- can go and get the marriage license that they need. Let me throw a, a little bit of devil's advocacy in here. The state that she's in is kind of predominantly against same-sex marriage. Is Even it? I don't, it, I don't know that that's true. Well, I, I don't on, know that that's on. true. It's like 70% against same-sex marriage. Okay. So one could argue that she is actually upholding the will of the people who elected her. Not the ones, but, that, are, that, are, not the ones that are trying to get a, a marriage license that, that right. are for same-sex couples. They probably didn't vote for her. But anyway, um, the other thing I'd like to say is that I actually really feel sorry for this lady. She is depending upon depending upon... <clears throat> who you're talking about, which side of the issue you're talking about, she's either going to be an abandoned martyr or a punchline. Well, she is, I mean, she is a tool for the Republican Party right now. Exactly. And she's a punchline for the for the liberal. Yeah, well, but Can here's you, the thing. She's a Democrat. She's an elected Democrat. So what even the de- fuck? That's she's what, a Democrat? That's, what, that's my understanding, that? is that she's an elected Democrat. Well, the well, GOP disgorged their candidate clown car on her. Well, they, well yeah. Yeah, um, I, I should verify that. Let me let me see if I can verify that. That I I think that she's an electric Democrat. She'll probably well, run as Republican next. She's time. a Democrat. We know that. Yeah. Okay. Well, she yeah. has the Republican support right now. Well, yeah. I mean, she'll mm-hmm. run as a Republican now, right? Because she has to. But um. so picture yourself as a Buddhist vegan. To your point about not inserting religion and the separation of church and state, you're a county clerk who refuses to issue hunting licenses because it's against your religious freedom. These fuckers would freak out. Oh, yeah, they would. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah. Or and a Muslim county clerk refusing to issue driver's licenses to women. People would lose their minds over that. Yeah. But there's a room. The New York the New Yorker article has a picture of a room full of howlers, you know, uh, who seem to think that having her just do her fucking job uh, infringes on her own religious freedom. See, but it doesn't. 
there has to be a separation of church and state, and that ha- and that has to be and that has to be down to the level of the person issuing the marriage license. You just because you're issuing a marriage license does not mean that you are condoning their lifestyle. And this, right. and I have a huge problem with it with with the idea that that this that the county clerk is somehow involved in my marriage. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, them. She, she needs to sign a piece of paper. Yeah, that exactly. is her job. Yeah. And here's the thing: is that this was, she, she didn't win, right? She did not win. And this is no. the other thing that the conservatives and and, and what? Oh God, who was it that 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 did that whole tr- stump speech for her? Um, well, Huckabee was Huckabee, there. Huckabee, Huckabee, they, Huckabilly. They, they didn't. They didn't address the fact that they let her out because she agreed to do her job, or at least to allow her office to do its job. She she's still not going to issue these licenses, and you know what? Everybody in in that office is issuing them, except for one other person, her son. Oh, of course, right? <laughs> so there's two people in that office that won't do it, and everybody else would do. It's not a perfect solution, but at least they can still issue the marriage licenses. I, I still think she's wrong for not doing her job, but this can the the only way to fix this is at an, at an election time or to or impeach her. But she well, did not get put out of jail. She did not win. She lost. <laughs> the, I guess you got to feel sorry for her in a certain sense because the rules did change on her. Okay. And she doesn't like the way they change. But <laughs> it, it's kind of like if you're working, if you're a vegetarian working in a vegetarian restaurant, and all of a sudden the restaurant changes and starts serving meat. I mean, are you going to refuse to do your job and serve the meat? Uh, like, if you can't handle it, then just you, but, you should quit. But quit exactly, you should quit. That that is the that is the right thing for her to do is to renounce her position if she can't do her job. And it's the same way in the restaurant. If you can't serve the meat to people, then you should give up your job. Exactly, it's a sad situation, and you know nobody's saying that it's ideal, but. The problem with her renouncing her job, though, is that she doesn't get to make the big splash she wants. Well, that's true, and she and she did. And there's an argument of whether or not the judge should have just fined her, or put her, or put her into you know, or, or or put her in jail, you know. And the other thing is, is that the the people who picked up her case are the Liberty Council. The Liberty Council loses most of their uh, of their cases, right? They don't take these cases because they think that they can win them. They take them because it is good fundraising, right? Well, but she'll she'll win in God's kingdom. Well, so good she for hasn't her. lost. Well, she'll win in the speaking circuit that she's going to launch on, right? I don't know that she she can't profit from this because she was jailed. So uh, I don't know how I don't know how that will work. Really? Yeah, yeah. She, she can't she can't she can't write a book about this. Does she her reward no coming in heaven? Right, exactly. She can't get rewarded until she's in heaven. Yeah, she can't she can't write about the experience. She's she's not allowed. She's not legally allowed to profit off of this in any way. Well, her uh, hillbilly husband, the guy who dressed up in the farmer costume in that picture, he could write a book, right? Or her son? I, I maybe, yeah, because they were not because, uh, yeah, maybe they could profit off of it. Maybe she could get get it that way. I don't know. Here's the other thing, though, too, is that as far as she's concerned, she won because she stood up for her principles and she made a big splash. Yeah, yeah and she was put in jail for five days for it, and she yep. got the attention. Yeah, she did. Absolutely. She sure right. Did, and yeah. that's that's why the argument is that if they had just fined her, would they have gotten as much attention? I don't know. Maybe not. Probably not. I mean, a thousand bucks a day that, that you know, the state could use that money. But the Liberty Council would have found a way just to pay for it. They did. They did make sure that um, uh, GoFundMe said that they couldn't make a GoFundMe account for her. Oh, good. <laughs> that doesn't mean that she can't raise the money some other way. Right. The Liberty Council could fundraise for her, I imagine. GoFundMe said, go fuck yourself. Yes, they did. 
Excellent. That's a way to solve this problem is just to marginalize these people. Yeah, but I, I, I do think that there is something to be said that maybe this would have been handled better a different way if the judge had fined her instead of jailing her. Sure. Uh, I don't know. And that's just in hindsight. Maybe they would have made just as big a deal of the, out of the fine and maybe it, it, maybe it didn't matter. you know. But they couldn't let her just not do her job either. So, right. I mean, well, it's a tough me, spot for the judge. Let me ask you this. Could the people trying to get marriage licenses, couldn't they have gone to another county? Why should they have to bear Why the burden of driving to, do that? to another county? Right. Why is that burden on them? I understand that. But we've got both sides wanting to make a splash out of this. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, but it's kind of like that argument about abortion, though. Like, they can just go to another state. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's not, and that's not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I mean, I think it would be better if elected, elected officials would do their job or step down. That, I think I that's how this should work. I agree. Do we want to talk about cheerleaders? Yeah, we can talk about cheerleaders. Are you sure? <laughs> you didn't sound very enthusiastic. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I'm just I'm – just, Hey, Terry. Yes. Give me a C. <laughs> we don't have to talk about cheerleaders. No, I mean uh, what, I, what, let's talk about them if you want to. I think somebody needs to cheerlead Brian into wanting about talk, talking about cheerleaders. Well, it's kind of a sad it's, – it's a weird story. We're going to have it, disagreement about this probably too. Yeah. Go um, ahead. So Texas cheerleaders commemorated 9-11. Uh, it's just this amazing article on Gawker with a YouTube video. Um, some number of adults in a Texas high school decided it would be a good idea to have the cheer squad commemorate 9-11 with a dance routine. So it's set to Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA song and overlaid with news reports and news snippets and things from 9-11. So as the newscasters are talking about people flinging themselves from the burning buildings, the cheerleaders are like doing these tumbling routines across the floor. 9-11 interpreted through dance. Interesting. <laughs> you know, My, you know I, I, would, I would be in favor of it if they were to make two human pyramids and launch a cheerleader into each one of them and make the pyramids fall down. Well, they did some things that were a little... Uh, tower-ish, sort yep. of, vaguely, like if you're thinking about 9-11, but I don't know. Man, such a bad plan. What, at what point does this just become part of our history that we kind of just look back on and say, okay, yep, I remember, you know. When, I, when one side can't use it for political gain. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, nobody, nobody, lo- nobody is doing cheers about the Civil War. Or Pearl, yeah, Pearl that, Harbor. <laughs> Pearl Harbor, right? Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah. I haven't seen the Pearl yeah. Harbor cheer. Well, but that's because yeah. we're allies with Japan. We're not trying to bomb them. But as, as long as the conservatives want to bomb the Middle East, we will see 9-11 stuff come up like that. It will I, not move on. I don't know. I this For me, this was awkward. <laughs> I thought awkward, so, too. Yeah. I, distasteful? I, 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 I I didn't think it was so distasteful. I mean, I I, I I'm just not I'm, sure if it yeah. if it really conveyed the point that they. I don't know what the point was. I'm with Brian. It, it just seemed awkward. Beyond that, you know, it didn't really upset me or anything. It was kind of like, okay, they're doing it fine. Uh, seemed, you know, but no, it, it, I didn't find it really offensive or anything. It Here's just, the thing: it was 14 years ago, and I was there. And it's 14 years later. It's far enough later now that I that I I have false memories about it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. That I, it was... I remember exactly what I was doing that morning. Uh, I bet, uh, 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 bet you have that false memory. 
No, I do. I have a very clear memory. I was sick as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, See, but, but um, here's the thing is that everybody thinks their memory is that clear. <laughs> well, I think, you know, for the most part, our memories are... Um, Let me point are, out... Are, you brought for the up. most part, accurate. But uh, the thing about, about it is you, you can have false memories and be completely sure, certain that they are real memories, and it's shown later that they, they're not. But uh, you never know which one is which. And, yeah, right. It, but it, people misinterpret that to think that uh, if you have these memories that, um, of course, they're not going to be real. Well, that's not the case. They, they may be real. They may not. You just don't know. That's, but that's, my, I, I, that, I, that's the only point I'm trying to make is that, you know, it's, it's 14 years ago. And, and I just – it feels like we, we can move on from this, right? I, I don't know. And some of these girls aren't even – they weren't even alive then probably. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I guess uh, the high school freshmen. How old's a high school yeah. freshman? Yeah, they were, they were babies. Sure. They were babies and toddlers. Now, let me, let me refute something else though. Brian, you said nothing offensive has ever been done about Pearl Harbor. I didn't say nothing. I didn't uh, – What I never said I anything about offensive. Baby made a movie that is by definition <laughs> i didn't say anything offensive i said where's their cheer where <laughs> yeah where's the cheer I, where's the I cheer pearl harbor the musical uh yeah well then it, it might be fabulous i don't know i just it feels like we, we continue to to talk about this like it is like it was yesterday and we're beating a dead horse well we're afraid to look un-american or like we're not appropriately aggrieved i, I yeah, it was it was a tragedy. It was it was awful, and and we started a war where we lost more people than we did that day. Yeah, my uh, friend Nikki Stern, who was one of my editors a long time ago, lost her husband at nine eleven, and she wrote a book about um, kind of that kind of dealt with uh, vicarious identification and in the way that people want to own other people's tragedies in a way because yeah. to cause draw attention to themselves or whatever for whatever reason. And I kind of feel like we're there with. Nine Eleven, you know, there's a lot of still the same kind of stuff with JFK too, right? You know, that was that was only one person, but it was our president, right? So I mean, huge. Right. We, we still we're still talking about that, and maybe Nine Eleven will be the same way for you know. It, it's got a, I mean, it's got a lesson at some point, I would think. But I, I mean, it, it's I understand remembering Nine Eleven, right? That's not sure. that's not what I'm saying, but it just seems like I don't know. This was. Everybody competes to remember it harder, though. Exactly. That's the problem, right? I still remember exactly what I was doing when JFK was shot. (laughs) I do. I know exactly what I was doing. Were you jesting? No, I was lined up with a bunch of other guys, and we were waiting to to figure out who was going to fertilize the next egg. (laughs) (laughs) So not even jesting. Not even, right? (laughs) And it was dark. It, it gets to the point where patriotism, patriotism to me it seems like you is highly comparable to religious fervor. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Well, it, it it is kind of a religion in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I was telling my wife this. I said, you know, <clears throat> I like living in the U.S., right? But I think I would be I would be just as happy in Canada, Australia, England. You Come know. On down. I was going to say Canada. Be, you'd be happier yeah. in Canada. I might I've, be. Yeah. I might be. I've, I've been to Canada. Yeah. You'd get gay married. You'd have, you'd have, <laughs> you'd have dumbasses warm hands climbing up your thigh. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm sure that'd be great. I mean, I, sh- I just do and not have... Can, and dumbass, you can come down here and you and Brian can go to Kentucky to file. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, no, man, yeah. I, I just, I do not have this um, feeling that 
the, this idea that America is just so great that we can do no wrong. <laughs> well, I don't we, know. We do a lot of dumb stuff. Oh, we're a young country. We're we're a very young country. We're two hundred years old, two hundred plus years old. Um, the Middle East, the countries in the Middle East are like just about a hundred years old now. They do more dumb stuff than we do. That's what people don't really pay attention to when they're talking about the countries of the Middle East and how much they hate us. Is that they're they were they're not even really they're artificially made countries. They were made by diplomats in England because they wanted allies in the region. Sure. This is true. This is true. I'm thinking of Israel, yeah. Huh? I'm thinking of Iraq. I am thinking of Iran. I actually read a book about the creation of those countries. Hmm. So, I, no anyway. No offense to yeah. Israelis. Sorry. But, yeah. It seems like yeah. that was, uh, yeah, fairly recent. Yeah, but, you know, as far as America goes, we are a young country. We are taking in new people with new cultures every day. So our culture is still, it's not settled. And you've got culture war going on. But we do all kinds of dumb stuff because we're still a young country. Yeah, well, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know that, I mean, I, I think that countries do dumb stuff. Period. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because there's oh. because there's a problem with every single country, and and that's that there's people running it. Yes, and people <laughs> okay. do dumb stuff. Therefore, countries do dumb. Exactly stuff. right. So I, I don't know how you get away with them. That I, but I don't know. You get away with it because America. Because America. That's right. And because freedom. Okay, let's let's find something to end. What do we end this on? What's what's and the best Brian, article to end this with? Because patriotism. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> Is is this uh, uh, criticism is not the same as condemnation? Is is this fun? Um, we can go into that if you want. Just something I thought we we could get into if. Uh, or or if do we wanted. or do we end with the San Francisco witches? Let's go with the witches. Okay, the witches because this is fun. So, um, I, I am as you all know, I'm in IT. And I am always looking for the for the next thing to you know, secure my network and. And stuff. So I read this article. San Francisco techies are hiring Wicca. Uh, this this title is Wicca witch, witch hiring this Wicca witch to protect their computers from viruses. Wicca witch. Wicca witch. Yeah, <laughs> from from viruses and. She's uh, in San Francisco. Yes, the viruses and. So she's a Wicca witch of the West. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> anyway, so to, to protect them from viruses and evil spirits. And, and I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I should send this to my boss as a replacement for our current antivirus. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So I, I don't know if anybody's actually hiring this person from a big company. I don't know. I suppose it's possible. <laughs> I don't know. She apparently made enough to get that portrait painted in the background. She, she charges $200 an hour. Yeah. Okay. But she will come in and she will bless your computer. And I guess you could do it after the fact. Maybe you could remove viruses with a blessing. I don't know if you can prevent viruses with, with blessings. So I'm not sure if, if it's a good antivirus or if it's only after you've already been infected. <clears throat> what I would like to see is her as a computer after the crypto virus has encrypted it, if she could bless it and undo the encryption, if she could decrypt it with a blessing. That's what I would like to see. So, I, well, the article made me laugh. 
Uh, there's, yeah. there's no other way to say it. This idea of this Wiccan coming in and blessing a computer to remove viruses, and and she tells. Do you story. honestly believe that your computer does not possess a demon? No, I don't believe that. In fact, all computers do possess <laughs> demons. I, I actually, I think that that is the scientific fact. <laughs> I mean, because they do some of the weirdest damn things, like like the, like they handle the mail. That's yeah. what they're always talking about as mailer demons. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, when you look at uh, Lennox, we have demons for everything. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, what, there, there was something else in here. There's just, this, go I was ahead. just going to say, there's a section I like, which makes it sound like she's not the only one. Tally is one of those mystics, a Marion County witch boasting three master's degrees and over 40 years of experience. So apparently there's a whole bunch of them. <laughs> well, a master's degree in what, though? Exactly, yeah. Maybe she's actually got a master's in computer science, and she's just found a unique way to market herself. Well, that would be so, interesting, right? I, I don't know. I, I do sometimes think that— It would that, be good uh, social engineering. I, I do wonder sometimes about, you know, I tell officers. You I'm going to add new services to my— Resume? Are you? <laughs> yeah. I'll have to see if uh, I'll have to see if my manager will let me uh, uh, apply a blessing to the computers that I. <laughs> right. Exactly. The, I, I. I. But I do sometimes wonder. I mean, uh, corporate officers tend to be um, not exactly tech savvy, and maybe they would be susceptible to this kind of trickery. Can, You've can been you imagine too much, Dilbert Brian? Can, can you imagine such a novella hiring this Wiccan to come in and help Microsoft? <laughs> well, they say that companies like Facebook and Apple have sought out Mystic Help. Yeah, is that? I mean, is there anything to back that up? I, that's what I would like to see. Well, what companies I, I are like think, Facebook and Apple. I think it's. I think it's well documented the fact that uh, that. When they created Facebook, they did do a deal with the devil to do that. I, I think that your answer is uh, Microsoft, Intel, and Google are like Apple sure. and Facebook. <laughs> well, but wait, wait. There are a lot of companies like Apple, like Facebook and Microsoft because they employ people and they pay them to do things. Hey, maybe in – that In that sense, the company I work for is not unlike – Microsoft and, and and Facebook. I guess you could say that MySpace is like Facebook and Apple, and maybe she was brought in to help them. Most people want me to protect their computers from viruses and hacks, she told SF Weekly. So I'll make terms for them. I like to use Flora. So she's bringing plants into... Yeah. Is that what that means? Plants and apparently rocks. Well, did, now, did you say hacks or hex? Hacks, H-A-C-K, not A-T-X. <laughs> I'm disappointed. I want to know. That's I, a weird use of that word. <laughs> yeah. What? What is? Hacks. No, that's Just, not. It's not a weird. It's not a weird use of that at all. Because if somebody is hacking your computer, there a, a, a hack is an is would be what I would refer to as an exploit. Probably would be a hack. Yeah. So I, yeah. That, it's that, just a s- semantics problem, though. What uh, is it? Well, is it a people or is it? No, the computer. It's a vulnerability in the computer that somebody is exploiting, and that's a hack. Yeah. Okay. But if, if it were a semantics problem, they wouldn't be <laughs> hiring a witch. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that would be that would be even funnier. So the, the sentence structure, I would change it to protect their computers from viruses and from being hacked. That's how I would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, but the thing of it is, hacks has turned into this real, this real slang term, particularly among people who don't know what hacks are. 
Yeah. I, um, so, I, if you has, it, has anybody watched Mr. Robot? No, I heard it's real okay. good. I, I tried to get into it, but the one episode I caught, I just couldn't. You got to start from the beginning. If you start from the middle, forget it. Um, they, they, this that that's the way that they talk when they talk about their hack, right? They talk about their hacks. It, it's a thing. So I, I I I don't know. I that it didn't sound weird to me. But it I, I don't know. I just can't imagine anybody hiring her. <laughs> I just. Well, you're you're committing a. Logical fallacy. I know I am. I understand. <laughs> you I get compla- it. You are you are appealing to personal incredulity. I know. I know that's your favorite one. It is my favorite. But you know, it, it, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, you said that about CEOs are not really that tech savvy. And all <laughs> I could think of was the pointy-haired boss in Dil- in the Dilbert cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. I actually pictured a whole Dilbert cartoon there. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny, and I I, th- I haven't sent it to my boss, but I thought it'd be funny to send it to him. Hey, I think thinking about replacing our antivirus with this witch. <laughs> <laughs> if he man. says, hey, if he says, hire yes. me. <laughs> if, he, if he says yes, hey, I've got credentials, Terry. <laughs> Actually, if she could come in and bless all the computers and and prevent them from being hacked, if she could clear up all the exploits, it would completely put you know companies like Tenable out of out of uh, you know out of uh, out of work. Well, that's why people, I guess, mock her, because we're being paid by the big corporations uh, to make fun of her in order to make sure people don't take her seriously so that they, um, she doesn't put them out of business. So we're big antivirus. And, God damn it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're, we're big antivirus. I love it. Yep. This is, this is as crazy as the idea that antivirus companies are writing the viruses so that they have something to do. <laughs> and, yep. We are sucking on the big antivirus <laughs> tallywhacker. That would be us. Ah, all right. I think that we're, we're done. Sucking hind teeth. <laughs> Is there anything else? Hire me when you need a witch. I will. I'll let them know. <laughs> yep, I, I, I've got a witch. <laughs> all right. Say good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. I will underbid Terry. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending an hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Kennel. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.